Hey, how's it going? I'm your host, Julian Kelly, and you're now tuning in to Marshall Street. How's it going, everybody? Julian Kelly here, owner of the Kelly Enterprise Consulting Group, and this is Marketing Fruit, provided by the Kelly Enterprise Consulting Group. Now today, hang with my man D, Define, international artist, great guy, who would have thought he would have had extracurricular activities going on outside of rap, because you know, rap is it's just a busy, busy day. You know, for all rappers that I, that I work with, you know, always super busy. So, to get my man D to cut my hair real quick, it's a blessing. We're going to talk about a couple of marketing trends that's going on in the world. And we're about to talk about how he got creative to get him to where he's at today. So, D, how you doing today? Oh, man, I'm blessed. You already know. Hmm. Raising hands don't count bands. Yeah, you ain't <laughs> never lying. Hmm. I mean, I'm blessed, man. I, I've uh, been blessed to be able to do a lot of the things I've done. But I think the biggest thing that I've done was I've been able to teach people and show people how to get to where I'm at without taking as long and without, without stumbling as much as I did. Because you know I stumbled like a motherfucker. Man, me too. I tried to get through this little thing right now. Almost, you know, it took me like three tries. Straight up. And it ain't easy. It ain't easy being in front of the camera. It ain't easy following your dreams and following your passions. Like a lot of it ain't easy, but a lot of people think it is, but it's really not. But, you know, Life's a blessing. And I've been blessed enough to be put in so many different circles of life to be able to show people different circles and different avenues. Hmm. Interesting. So before we start to get into things a little bit, tell people, you know, who is defined? Who is defined behind closed doors? You know, how'd you get to where you are now? Being an international artist, being a trendsetter of your own rights, and you know, there's been an all-around great guy, man. I know there's a great story behind it. I mean, first it starts with a, a good leader, and, and that leader for me was my mom. She, you know, instilled a lot of good values in me. And the biggest value that I've learned she instilled in me was how your word means something to you. It don't got to mean something to everybody else. Your word got to mean something to you. So from that aspect, I've, I've been able to gain a lot of people respect in all business, not just music business, not just barbering, not just in film, not just in and all that, but just in every aspect of life. The fact that my word meant something to me, been able to rock and, and, and rock in different cultures and rock in different avenues and rock in different lanes. Hmm. Interesting. So you said you said movies? And film and stuff. So you got a you got a new you got you got something coming out in the film industry. Oh yeah, man! I got two movies about to come out. One is called Internal Struggles, and the second one is called Down to Come Up. Mm. Internal Struggles you can get on YouTube right now for free. I just threw that out just because it was a project that I did, and I wanted to uh, see if I could do it. You know, I wanted to test my own boundaries. Mm -hmm. I wanted to test my own skill. So you know, ended up doing that toured around the United States filming it. It took me three years to get it done, but out of those three years, I'm not going to say I lost time. I'm going to say I learned how to use time better. <laughs> Man. 
I've been wasting all type of time. Yeah, so, you know, it took me a little bit to uh, get it done, but, you know, it's a beautiful thing once I once I got it done. And I had over three, four hundred actors in there, had mm -hmm. camera crew, the whole nine. You was, telling, you was telling me, man, you had to get super-duper creative just to, you know, get it all together. One camera broke, had to buy a new one. Uh, <laughs> actors ended up flaking, said they was going to show up. Didn't show up. Mm -hmm. uh, I had camera people say they was going to come help me. Didn't come help me. I had people missing flights that I paid for when we were filming out of state. Hella mm -hmm. crazy shit, man. But, you know, sometimes life throw you lemons. Y'all know the saying. Hmm. I don't got to say it. So what would you say your most creative part of making that first movie was that made you want to keep on going? Making a lot of lemonade, nigga. <laughs> okay, but, okay. But honestly, it's just it's in you. That's all it is. Either it's in you or it's not. You know okay. what I mean? Either mm -hmm. you're driven or you ain't. You gotta you gotta make that choice for yourself. Either either you're gonna complete what you say you're gonna complete and let nothing stop you, or mm -hmm. you're gonna let life kick you and keep kicking you and you're gonna stay down. So it's it's your choice whether or not you should get up, but I'm encouraging everybody when life try to kick you down, mm -hmm. get up. Mm. Just get up. Just keep rocking. Keep pushing forward, and don't mm -hmm. let nothing stop your grind. That sounds. That sounds kind of like you know internal struggles in itself. Everybody got an internal struggle they go through. You just got to figure out how to how to best get that adversity and go through it. Right? Push through that thing. You definitely got to push through. Don't quit. Mm -hmm. Don't stop. Don't slow down. Don't let the naysayers get in your head. Mm -hmm. Make sure y'all pay attention to what I just said. Don't let the naysayer. And a naysayer is a person that tried to do what you doing, mm. couldn't do it, or didn't do it, and then try to tell you, because they couldn't do it, that you can't do it. Oh, man, I hate those type Straight of people. Up. You got to stay focused on your goals and your dreams. And don't let nothing deter you. And don't let no one deter you. And then if you do get deterred, make sure you understand. Just because you got deterred don't mean you can't get back up and mm. get back on it, because you can Get back up, get back on it. You may have stopped for a little bit, but guess what? Get back up and get back on it. Mm -hmm. What Don't they say? Some, some of the some of the best people that's out there done it, man. It took them a minute to make it. You took know, years to make it. Denzel, that's for that's for show notable name. A lot of these rappers y'all y'all like to listen to, man. They in their thirties, almost to their thirties. You know, to, and they've been rapping since they was 19, 20 years old, maybe even younger than that. You know, but they didn't they didn't stop. You know, they kept it going. You know, and that's really what it's all about, man. Keeping it going, staying consistent, getting creative. You know, you got to change up things. You know, if this way ain't working, there's going to be another way that's going to work. You just got to figure out how, how you can creatively mix that into into what you got going on to make it work for you. You know, so D, let's go. Let's go back into the movies, man. You know, you had to have you had to have some type of epiphany or something like that that said, you know what? I'm a rapper, you know, I do I do other things like that, but I'm trying to get into movies, man, because, you know, getting into film in itself, you got to you gotta have that creative eye, you know, that creative mindset, you know, that 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 determination to to be different, you know, because film is a film. You can have you can really depict how life is lived if you do it right. Right. Straight up. I mean, for me, it really wasn't a determination. It was more of a lifestyle. So, you know, growing up, you know, I moved a lot, you know, I wiggled a lot. And so I wasn't able to watch too much TV. So, mm -hmm. you know, I had to watch movies all the time. 
So I really watched a lot of film. And so I had a lot of film knowledge embedded in my head without even knowing it. Mm. And then being in the music business, I'm always paying for music videos. And people, some people, I'm not saying no names, but y'all know who you are. They play with people's money. So when they play with your money, you get to wondering, like, damn, man, how, why, who, what, when, where? Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was like, all right, they playing with my money. I need to do something different. So rather than me saying, oh, let me go pay somebody else, I said to myself, man, let me pick up a camera. And that's all it really took was me telling myself, hey, you know what? You can do it. And a lot of times, that's all it is. Tell yourself, you can do it. And then guess what? You'll finally realize, you can do it. And a lot of people got a lot of stuff mixed up in their head to where somebody or something in life deterred them from telling themselves, you know what, Julian, guess what? You can do it. Man, no matter what you decide to do, eventually a thought got to come into your head and say, hey, you know what, Julian? Guess what? You can do it. And that's really what it was for me, was a lot of people playing with my money and playing with my time. And I just was like, hey, you know what? Let me see if I can do it. Mm. Ended up picking up a camera, shot like 30, 40 music videos, toured like 20, 30 different states, seeing a bunch of other people of different nationalities rocking, following their dreams. Mm-hmm. Shooting videos, shooting movies, and it inspired me. Like, oh, D, guess what? You can do it. And so I finally, hey, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. Hold on. So for every for everybody, you you shot your own music video? Yeah. Most of most of my videos that you see on the internet right now, I filmed them myself, edited them myself, and put them out myself. Hmm. That's crazy. All it takes is the camera. That's it. Just a little courage. So, so how do you? What do you? What do you have to? Uh, you know, do the time time delay on the start and all that stuff like that. You must have been running back and forth. <laughs> you laughing, but that's true, nigga. That's a that's a lot of running. <laughs> it was absolutely one hundred percent factual that I had to hit the hit the play button, run in front of the camera, hit the hit the uh, button on the music, run in front of the camera. And, and, and bust it off. When you tell your story about what you're going on and what you need some information about, guess what? You got a whole hall of people with life experiences that'll try to give you some gems on how to get through what you're going through. So when it comes to being a barber, man, I'm here to listen most of the time. Most of the time, yeah, I give you some advice from, you know, life experience, but for the most part, man, I'm here to listen, man. Whatever you got going on, whatever you need to get off your chest, Man, go ahead and spit it out. Man, I know she ain't going to listen. You know what I mean? So run it. You feel me? And I'm going to give you the best game I possibly can from my life experiences. And hopefully you got like four or five dudes in the shop that really didn't been through something that really can put you up on it. Mm. And usually that goes a long way for uh, with our word of mouth, right? Oh, yeah, straight up. You know, word of mouth is probably the best marketing campaign you can have out there. Oh, yeah, straight up. People talking about you, or people telling somebody else about you. Oh yeah, that's good business right there. Mm-hmm. When you was first getting your name out there, what did you start with first? Was it barbering, music? Because you said the film came later. Oh yeah, the film came later. Well, I started off as a recording artist. 
Like that was initially what I started off as, mm-hmm. which I love doing and I still do it to this day. And music. Music was first because music was therapy. Mm-hmm. And music is a form of therapy where you can release, you can vent, you can talk to somebody that won't hurt your feelings. You mm-hmm. feel me? Or you can get some stuff off your chest. Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing for me was music. Mm-hmm. Now, once music started cracking off and it started popping, it became repetitive to me. Mind you, at this point, I didn't drop like 30, 40 albums. Mm. I'm making about five, six grand a month. And I'm just wondering, because you know me, I'm an innovator. I enjoy a challenge. Music and making music stopped being a challenge to me. So I started wondering, like, hey, man, what's next? Man, what we going to do? Where we at? So then it became music videos. Mm. Once music videos started rocking, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I'm enjoying life. I'm meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Then, once uh, the music business became music video business, I started making more money with the music videos, shooting videos for other people. Ooh. So I'm, in, I'm enjoying life. And so that became boring. I'm like, all right, what's next for us? Where, where we at? Mm-hmm. Then it became, oh, man, let's, uh, you know, see what these movies do. You know, can, can you do it? Ooh. You know, I start talking to myself. Well, can you do it? Mm. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's run it. Let's see what we can do. So I wrote a movie, which took me almost a year mm. to just write it. Mm. Mind you, I don't know what I'm I don't know what I'm writing. I don't know when to stop writing. I don't know when to start writing. It's, it's good. I don't, I don't know. Mm. I mean, let me I'm just figuring it out. Mm-hmm. So after a year, I got my script. I'm like, oh, I'm in there. I'm winning. Mm. Then I'm like, okay, I gotta give me a a, a actor or two. So I did a casting call. Hey, who's trying to get down with the kid? They like, have you ever did it before? I'm like, no, you? They like, no. <laughs> so we get into the trenches. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, get a couple people that, you know, try to act Hollywood on me. <laughs> they do. Oh, man, how much are we getting paid for this film? And I told them like this. How much will I get paid from putting you in my film? How many fans do you got? Oh, I don't got none right now. Well, guess what? You're not going to ever way. make no money. <laughs> First off, for you to get paid, you gotta be, you gotta have people willing to pay to see you. Then you can get paid. <laughs> Cause those people gonna pay ten dollars. I'm gonna get five of those dollars, and you gonna get the other five. Makes sense. If you ain't got that, why are you talking to me about getting paid? So you know, a lot of people had to get that slap in the face. Like, oh sure, can't get paid, so I should get a fan base. Yeah, man, you can't get paid, so you actually get a fan base. Man. Sorry. Hmm. So. Since we're talking about fan bases, man, when you first started, how did you get the fan base? I mean, really, my fan base came from just traveling and just putting out a good product. So I met a lot of people who came into a lot of good energy. And then I always prided myself on putting out a good product more than anything. You got to have a good product. Yeah, it's cool to put out multiple products, but what's the quality of the product that you're putting out? Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people expected from me. I was like, man, the quality of that, I'm like, man, I thought it was a major. And I had, I heard that all the time. Man, mm-hmm. the quality of your shit, I always thought it was a major label, you know, song. So, off that basis, people begin to follow me just for the simple fact of the quality of the product. Did you 
have any flyers? Did you hand out any business cards? Oh, you know, man. was you ripping and running? Oh, you, know? you want to get into the to the absolute specific? Yeah, of course. Okay, look, yeah, man, I didn't put out like sixty thousand to a hundred thousand flyers. I didn't pressed up like sixty thousand to a hundred thousand CDs and sold them myself out the trunk. So when it <laughs> when it come to promotion, when I was in the streets, like something terrible, and I'm talking, I was in the streets every day. All day. I don't care if I pulled up to a gas station. If you saw me at a gas station, I was either giving you a flyer or trying to sell you a CD or trying to get you to come to an event or trying to get you to be in a video. And anybody who know me know what I'm talking about. I was a gorilla promoter. Hmm. Gorilla. And gorilla promotion means I'm in your face 24-7. Whether you see me on the internet or whether you see me in the streets, I'm promoting something. And sometimes that's how that's how you gotta make it happen too. You know, last last artist I I just looked at on the internet who was talking about how they got themselves out. You know, he was talk he talked about how he had notifications up on Twitter. Twitter. And I'm talking about for like Billy Eilish, Kanye, a couple of these other people that got millions of followers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm talking about he tried to be he's talking about yeah, I try to be the first one. Every time they post something, spam it. <laughs> Going Sp- crazy. Spamming the hell out them, bruh. And he said he got a couple of people that, you know, re uh retweeted him and then, you know, it gave him a nice little following. But his following now, you know, they they all mess with him. It's not like he got ten thousand, twenty thousand people and only one thousand of them mess with him. You know, that ten percent rule with, with with Instagram and, and all these other social media uh, channels. Yeah, but see the the problem with that that people gotta understand is the way Instagram and all these other channels work, even if you have that many followers, they don't give you access to them. Hmm. They don't give you access. They only give you access to 10% of your followers. Yeah, it's crazy. That's what people don't realize. So you got to understand the business aspect of everything you do. So even though you got 10,000, 20,000 followers on Instagram, they only going to give you access to 10% of that. Hmm. And that means you really got to interact with that other 90% yep. and let them know that, you know, hey, look, this is what I got going on, you know, exchanging a couple of messages, sending them a couple of direct messages, you know, that that's going to really, that's going to make those platforms mess with you and give you access to the rest of your following. Because your, your other following, they interacting with you and they're showing that they want you in their timeline and they doing the best that they can. Reposting, retweeting, you know, opening up those messages, writing those messages back, giving those algorithms something to look at. You know, like, hey, hey, this person's getting traffic, and he's getting traffic from his whole 100%. Straight up. You know, that's that's what's really going to get you somewhere, rather than just posting something, hoping that everybody's going to like you or like it because you got a, a serious amount of, Man, uh, of followers. Tell, you tell know? everybody about some things you got coming up. Well, I got an album coming out called Lazy Hands. Don't count bands. I got a new movie coming out called Down to Come Up, mm-hmm. and you can find both of them on D E F I N N E. Now, when I say you can find both of them on D E F I N N E, that means no matter what site you go to, no matter what website, no matter what social media, it's always going to be the same thing. D E F I N N E. It's always going to be the same thing. You can always look me up on any one of those social media websites. 
and tap in and talk to me. And like I said, some of you artists out there, you need some game. You need some, you know what I mean? Talking to some veterans over here, man. Put you on. Give you some good game. Give you some good direction. And we're going to show you love. And we're going to network with you. Mm -hmm. Straight up. Off top.